Hi everyone, this is another week and another episode on the Better Brain Podcast. This week is a specifically important one for those of you who want to find out how to create more energy, how to use your biology and your chemistry in order for your body to work for you, in order for your mind to be clear and sharp. And this was actually taken during the lockdown period here in the UK. And what I wanted to do is to create a very authentic, very real, very practical way of people hacking their energy system, hacking their master energy system, which is totally doable. You just need the right tools, you just need the right ingredients and to put your body in the right environment. What I've decided to do is for those of you who listen till the end of the podcast, and I really, really hope you enjoy it. And I really hope you make some notes because this is quite a practical one. What I've done is I've included uh, in the show notes the actual recording of one of my webinars that I did a while back. And I go into quite a lot of the science behind that. But for those of you who just want the practical tools and some of the simple strategies, in this podcast, I will share with you three simple and natural steps how to increase your energy levels. The energy you show up to work with, the energy you show up when you spend time with family and friends, and genuinely just how to feel better throughout the day. I hope you enjoy it and let me know how you find it. Welcome to Better Brain, your number one health podcast on brain and body hacks for busy professionals. Better Brain. Here is your host, Stefan Gospodinov, a health entrepreneur, a doctor of chiropractic, a published author, but also someone who's extremely passionate about helping you elevate your health to the next level. It's showtime. Hey, health team, how are you guys doing today? This is Stefan from Better Brain, and today, as always, at 7 p.m., we're here live. If you're watching live, awesome. I'm going to allow the comments right now. I hope you guys can hear me. I want you to say hello. I want you to tell me where you're from. I want you to tell me um, why you're here, what you want to learn from today, because today's topic is probably one of my favorite ones. So I can talk for hours and hours on this. But for those of you who are watching, I think you'll find it really helpful. For those of you who have not been on here before, I want you to tag a friend or I want you to um, send this to someone who wants to hear about how we can make our body create more energy. How many of you would like to find out today how to have more energy, just so you feel more energetic, just so you can do all the things that we we have to do? And this is the thing as well. Even if you, hey dad, good to see you. Even if you, even if you think you have enough energy, I promise you it's like driving a car and it's limited to 60 miles an hour. The human body is limitless. There's so much more than you can achieve. And Max is saying that she could see Soggy Stefan earlier. I went for a run and it was raining here in the UK and it's just pouring down the rain. But I was talking about a storm and how just like people worrying about their health now with the pandemic, like any storm, it will pass, we'll be fine. We just need to look after ourselves now. And this is why we're here. So anyways, enough about me. I want to talk about the topic of energy. And if you stay stay until the end of today's show, I want to share with you three natural ways how to power your body's energy system to produce more energy for you at all times. Naturally as well. I must say naturally because there's other ways you can do that. Um, But my this method that came off, you can see from behind, my better brain method, puts a massive emphasis on energy. For me, energy, I see energy differently now. It's it's just necessary for life. How many of you, and I want you to tell me this honestly, how many of you think that if you're feeling down, if you're not well, if you're not happy, 
someone who is down and grumpy as well and lacking the energy can uplift you. It doesn't work. It's not possible. You need someone who's energetic, who's upbeat, who's smiling, who has the energy to bring them up with you. Um, I'm still yet to find a human being on planet Earth who is successful and truly happy with life and lacks the energy. So yes, it sounds a bit like woo-woo, but actually it's quantum physics. I'm not going to bore you too much, but we're basically made from particles that move. They vibrate. You know, your atoms are just energy fields and around us there is other energy fields. So how do we get your body to create more energy? That is the million dollar question. Um, now, we should probably start by debunking the biggest myth about energy and feeling and experiencing energy. And that is that you're in control. I'm sorry to break it down to you, but you're not in control. Not directly anyway. Um, it's probably the biggest myth that people think. You need to look at how the body works. Um, guys, for those of you who are joining now, hello. We're talking about the natural ways you can boost your energy system naturally in the body so it can give you more energy to do whatever you want to do. But most people, what they don't realize is that most of the energy in your body, in my body, is controlled by something called your mitochondria. And yes, it sounds quite like a, like a sciencey term, but in a nutshell, mitochondria are the tiny, tiny little trillions and trillions of bacteria which are constantly producing energy for you. They're like the little powerhouses. They're like the little hamster on the wheel that is constantly working for you 24-7 to give you the energy that you need. Um, we use this for anything, anything. Think of anything, movement, like moving my arm to um, flexing, flexing your muscles, to go for a run to digesting your food, to using your brain to think and process stuff, as well as just having enough energy to just play with the kids at the end of the day, you know, after a long day at work. So I think now you understand that it's really important that these powerhouses of your body are working properly in order for you to work properly. And how many of you guys would like to find out how we can change that? How can we make these work as effectively as possible? Because I want to tell you about how, how it actually happened. All these tiny little powerhouses, it started off millions and trillions of years ago. They were, they were here on planet Earth even before dinosaurs, way before dinosaurs. And they somehow, this is the theory, they somehow managed to adapt to use oxygen to produce energy. And eventually they evolved. And now we have your mitochondria from... You actually are more like your mum than you are like your dad. I don't know if you knew that because you get your DNA from mum and DNA from dad, but you only get your mitochondria DNA from your mum, which is super cool, right? So the energy that uh, the sperm needed to go to the egg, that energy was used, and then the mitochondria die from the sperm. So actually, you're a little bit more like your mum than your dad. It's not 50-50, which is my cool fact of the day. But more about this mitochondria. Did you know that they produce 90% of your chemical energy? Nine zero. Just insane. Um, so it means that if they're working, you're happy. If they're not working, you've got serious problems. Serious, serious problems. Is that making sense? Awesome. I just want to ask you one thing, guys. If you have not yet, I, uh, I asked someone the other day, and that made a massive difference to how many people are actually joining us. Um, you can actually share this with something called Watch Party, which is a fairly new feature on Facebook. And that means that you can, all your friends can also be seeing this. Try not to offend them and tell them that 
they're boring or they haven't got enough energy. Try to do it in a nice way. But I think it's just a little purple button. It says watch party. Get as many people as possible here because people need to hear this. It's not just about um, it's not just about energy in versus energy out. It's not about your calories. It's not just about your macronutrients. It's more about your biological system and how we can hack those little power stations to work 24-7 for you in a more effective way. And what I discovered over many, many, you can ask my girlfriend, true story, I've probably tried most supplements out there and I've tried most biohacks available and tried different diets. Um, so I spent hundreds of hours on this stuff and you guys, and probably hundreds of dollars as well, but you guys get to cheat your way out of this and you just get to understand, just kind of skip a few stages basically because I don't want you to be making the same mistake as, as I am. But here is the thing about these amazing, amazing ancient little bacteria. When you're young, you've got plenty of them. So life is good, right? When you're old, not so much. They, first of all, become less in, in number and they become smaller in size and they become more damaged. So it's all good to talk about mitochondria, but what difference does it make if your mitochondria are unhealthy? And actually, some scientists believe that the damage of mitochondria and... Um, Mitochondrial dysfunction is one of the leading causes of aging. How many of you here want to look better as you get older? This is where I'll get all the interesting comments, I'm sure. Hope that's making sense though, right? Um, and yeah, you can guess what happens. It's just like a car. If you sustain your car and you maintain it properly, you take it to the garage, you have it full MOT checkup. So what I'm saying is not just about your diet. It's about finding all different tactics in different ways how to look after your mitochondria in a natural way. So should we talk about this? I've got three different ways that are proven to keep your mitochondria healthier, to keep the powerhouses going um, in the most effective way. Number one is gonna shock you. Number one is about eating fats. And I hear you say like, what do you mean eating fats? Fats are bad for us. Yes, fats, we used to think they were bad for us, but actually consuming healthy fats is proven to be one of the best ways to keep your mitochondria functioning properly. So you definitely need to include some healthy fats in your weekly shopping. How many of you guys, how many of you guys have thought about this, that fat is actually good for us? Yeah, it is, of course. Well, because back in the 80s and 90s, um, uh, there was, some studies coming out from American, I think it was the American Heart Association, saying that cardiovascular problems are caused by fat. Later on, we discovered it was actually the sugar and the fat that was causing this massive inflammation. So now we think sugar is the bad guy. Fat and especially healthy fats are actually really, really good for you and are really good for your mitochondria. Think about it. Your brain is made from like 60% fat. Um, David is saying, sure. David knows his stuff. Guys, by the way, go and follow David Griffiths. Uh, he's got some cool webinars and things that um, can bring you a ton and ton of value. But yeah, basically your mitochondria can use um, fatty acids or they can use carbohydrates to create something called ATP, um, adenosine triphosphate, which is basically your energy. And I'm not going to complicate things too much because this workshop is designed for people that want to get healthier, not kind of scientists and doctors. But it's a little bit like what you, again, what fuel do you put in your car? When you have healthy fats, not only do they protect your mitochondria, 
because they produce or they, they provide some anti-inflammatory support, but also they provide amazing quality fuel for your mitochondria too. Because um, a fat cell or a fat um, molecule, molecule it's got much more energy and it's much cleaner energy if the fat is healthy fat. And we'll talk about some healthy fats in a minute. So Mags is saying, don't you need a certain amount of sugar? Yes, Mags, you need a certain amount of sugar, but you get that. It's so difficult not to get sugar in your diet because it's everywhere now. You just need to find quality sugar. And also your brain is able to adapt and actually use fat as energy source, which sometimes is better for you. And it's good to have the balance as well. We can talk about metabolic uh, adaptability a different time. I'm not going to bore you too much. But yeah, so using healthy fats for your mitochondria is like using good quality diesel for your car. It produces more energy. The car runs smoother for longer. And also, this is the important thing, it releases less waste products in the atmosphere. So just like with your body, it produces less byproducts when you're feeding your mitochondria the right stuff. I want you to guys get involved. Um, Angelo is saying there is sugar in vegetables. Yes, that's right. And vegetables have so many more uh, power nutrients to them than just sugar. So, of course, fructose and glucose are there and we need them. You can't escape them, but it's that whole food that makes the difference with all the phytonutrients and all the antioxidants and so on and so forth. How many of you guys can name me a specific healthy fat food that you have in your fridge? I'll share some of mine in a minute. What do you think classifies as a healthy fat? And don't be carbs transfer in sugar. That's right. So for example, for me, one of the things that I have to have in, the, in, in my kitchen are avocados. I love avocados. They're such a great superfood. They're quality fats. Uh, um, Angela's saying avocado, awesome. I would love people to have more oily, healthy fish, which is good combination of omega-3s and omega-6s, um, a good proportion. Fish you've got to be careful of because farming methods nowadays create stress on fish, which produces all sorts of heavy metal um, overload. So when you buy the packets from the shop, Look on the back. Well done, Mags. Mags says fish. When you look on the back of the packet and see, is it farmed or is it wild caught? Eggs, awesome, David. They are probably one of the most complete uh, protein, carbohydrate, fat, and all sorts of uh, minerals and vitamins. So micronutrient type of food. Yeah, awesome. Nuts. Yeah, again, got to be careful with nuts, but some nuts are good for us. And things like olive oil in room temperature. Don't use it for cooking. Um, there's always been this like debate about what to cook with. I think it's about, I think that the, uh, the devil is in the, what's the saying? The devil is in the detail. So you've got to be careful what you recommend to people. But yeah, these are some really good quality fats. Well done, guys. And actually, um, I have this thing I created a while back. It's still probably my number one health hack or tool that I've created. And I call it the Better Brain Diet Table, although I don't like calling it diet. And it has three different sections of all the foods that you should concentrate on versus the foods that you should be aware of and be cautious of and the food sections that you should definitely avoid, in my experience. Um, I just want you guys to maybe don't put your email on here, but if you want the table, it's just one page document. And it's probably something that I've invested a lot of time in creating 
and it has healthy fats, it has healthy vegetables, it has different cooking methods of what to do. So drop me a message or drop me an email at, let me just write it here, and I will make sure that I have this sent to you at uh, betterbrain.co.uk. Just a, I call it a cheat sheet because it just saves me tons and tons of time to think about what do I eat or what do I not eat. Plus, it's confusing. There's just so much information out there. Nutrition is a whole uh, minefield. The second thing, the second hack that you can use to manipulate and encourage your mitochondria to be healthier is to move, move, move. I say it three times because it's so important to move. Not necessarily exercise and gym it and like spend hours and hours in the gym. We talked about this yesterday. If you guys missed the yesterday show, you can uh, go on YouTube and you can find the episodes. But basically, there is such a thing as overexercise. And it's not about spending hours and hours in the gym because that can actually damage your mitochondria and can cause more problems. It's about having short bursts of resistance training in your routine to make your mitochondria work at its best. That's why I keep saying to people, if you feel like you're spending hours and hours in the gym and you're not getting the results and, you, and you're not burning fat or you're not putting on muscle, there's probably a reason behind it. It's because you have mitochondrial dysfunction. So HIIT training, I'll write it down here, H-I-I-T, high intensity interval training is an amazing way to do that, to keep your mitochondria healthy. Um, when I discovered it years ago, it was a game changer for me. Why? Because it saved me time. I felt good, I looked good, and more importantly, you don't even need any equipment, which is the cool thing, all right? And hack number three is about detoxification when it comes to mitochondria. Although your mitochondria seem like they're really resilient, strong soldiers that are constantly performing uh, and, and doing the work for you, they can actually be quite sensitive, these little tiny bacteria cells in your body, and they can be quite sensitive to outside stresses and outside chemicals, in the environment that you surround yourself in or the stuff you put in your body. So if you're not careful and you don't pay attention to things like alcohol and smoking and sugar and just chronic stress that you expose your body to, it can cause cellular damage. We call it oxidative stress. So you've got to be careful with the balance you get. And this is where I believe a good diet just to clean up all the mess comes in hand. Plant-based, loads of vegetables, loads of healthy fats, Avoiding carbohydrates that contain a lot of processed sugars and processed foods in general and avoiding cooking meals in, in high heat because that creates a massive cascade of inflammation, which is the number one cause of a lot of problems in the world. So here you have it, guys. Three natural ways how to hack your mitochondria once and for all. I hope you guys found this helpful. I try to do this once a day. Eventually, I'll have to reduce it when we actually um, go back to normal life. But this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to give you value and give you support in your health challenges. And if you want to um, say hi and send me your questions for next week, you can do that. Like I said, stefan at betterbrain.co.uk is the email address. Okay, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I hope you found it helpful. And for those of you who are serious, for those of you who really want to understand how your mitochondria works and how to truly optimize them as much as possible, 
and you're a bit of a geek like myself, then yeah, please go ahead and click on the link. I've put it in the show notes and that link will take you straight to one of the webinars we did for some of our clients. Now the feedback was amazing, but I warn you, it's not just easy to digest material. We do go quite a lot into the details of mitochondria, how to improve its function, natural ways to optimize that. But listen, that's why you'll be amazing because if it was easy, everyone will be doing it. So if you guys are a peak performer, go and click on the link. And also I would really appreciate if you give us feedback about these episodes. If you find them helpful, please leave us a five-star review. It really, really helps others like yourself to find us on iTunes and platforms like that. And guys, I love and appreciate you. Until next time.